This is the Seeker of Generational Wealth podcast, the podcast that bridges the gap for individuals who are seeking to build generational wealth through entrepreneurship with your host, Shannon Marguerite. Welcome to the Seeker of Generational Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Marguerite. This podcast bridges the gap for individuals who are seeking to build generational wealth through entrepreneurship. We are now on our journey and we are now on episode four. Now for episode four, five, and six, I wanted to do a series of businesses that make a difference in their community. So I was fortunate to be able to invite my friend, Josh, to come along on our journey. Josh, are you there? I am. Hello, Shanna. (laughs) Hi, Josh. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Hope you are. Yes, actually, I am. And I appreciate you being here with me. Now, I wanted to thank you. Um, I wanted to ask you for the first question, what type of business do you have? Can you just kind of explain your businesses? What do you do? Absolutely. So I own a junk removal and hauling business. We also do demolition. So that pretty much sums it up. But we are slowly expanding to uh, we're doing some painting and we are also starting to do weatherproof of the basements and uh, replacing floors with subflooring. So those Mm -hmm. are some things that we're offering right now. Awesome. And can you tell me just the areas that you service right now? Uh, Absolutely. So I'm registered to operate in every county in North Carolina. But uh, what uh, main counties that I do service are going to be Forsyth, so Winston-Salem, Clemens, Lexington, uh, Louisville, Advance, Moxville, um, Greensboro, um, just basically surrounding areas. I do a couple in Charlotte and Raleigh as well, in a nutshell, just local. That's great. Now, thank you for that. Now, I will say that I... Josh is my friend. However, he has and I have had the opportunity to work with Josh because I had a whole bunch of stuff and he came to get it. And I will attest that he's extremely professional, very quick, very thorough. You can check him out on Facebook. I'll make sure that every all the listeners get all your information afterwards. So oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, so what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? What inspired me to be an entrepreneur? I guess I would say talents, my talents. And uh, mm-hmm. I can't, I guess I just, I was working for all these big corporations and I wouldn't say I was wasting my talents, but I would say, well, if I'm going to work that hard, then I'm just going to work that hard for myself. And mm-hmm. uh, I took that first step, which is the hardest, and I did it. And I'm continuing to learn every single day. That's awesome. Now, I do have a question. When like just in general, you started working at a corporation and you were able, do you think by working at the corporation, you were able to acquire and refine your skills and practice your skills to make you successful in the business that you have now? Um, Yeah, absolutely. I would say um, it sharpened my customer service skills and professionalism because um. I did a lot of report writing where I did work before and it was very thorough. So yes, um, which required me to do double check and sometimes even triple check my work. So mm-hmm. that, uh, that absolutely did help 
That's great. So what I'm trying to make the connection with, and it seems that um, we're talking to different business owners and entrepreneurs, that one of the things is a lot of people went into business because they were either working somewhere where they wanted to work for themselves or work as hard as they were working in the corporation. So what I'm trying to tie in is that we are working different places to acquire different skills and we're able to refine those skills where we are to go out and branch out on our own so i think that's very very powerful and i think that's you know (laughs) very encouraging for other people now what have some of your challenges been in your business i would say uh adapting because there has been a lot of changes and i just started um uh, summer of 2019. So, mm-hmm. uh, my first full year, which was 2020, we got impacted by the pandemic. So that was very challenging. Um, mm-hmm. of course, cause no one understood it. No one knew where we were going. And, um, so yeah, the, one of the major, major, major challenges would be, uh, adapting and not only to, uh, to, you know uh, the community but also the customers within the community so um everybody's uh wants and needs are different and are different and um i just have to uh adapt and and figure them out and work with the customer well that's good and do you believe that when you are with you being accessible through COVID, do you think that the protocols that are being taken that everybody's seeing, do you feel as though your business has had an opportunity to kind of adjust to those changes? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, because we're going in customers' customers' homes and uh, in businesses all the time. So, uh, yes. Um, but even before then, you know, what's cleaning out some of these spaces that we go into, we, we uh, require masks anyway. So really wasn't too different for us. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing we, we were doing. Um, before okay. so um but yeah absolutely okay thanks and now do you believe that your children seeing you work as an entrepreneur has influenced their mindset uh yes um as soon as i started my business full-time was different because i've always done something i've always worked and then i had something on the side going and mm-hmm. um and the company name originated in 2011 as a, a part-time moving company. Mm-hmm. Um, and later on, I took a little break, and then I, I brought the same name back, company. Uh, but this time around, we're just doing jump removal. But during all that and everything I've done over the years, um, absolutely. My, my kids now are 14, 11, and 9. And uh, when they saw me working, and sometimes I would uh, go to these big estate sales and flea markets and They'd see me selling to people and interacting with customers, and uh, I'd sit and watch TV later that that evening, and I'd see them sitting down, and they're acting like they're selling people stuff. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna adapt when they see things. Uh, kids adapt, but I try to to give the most positive things that I I possibly can. Yeah. So one of the and that's wonderful, and one of the things that I'm also trying to you know, really learn about and look at is, you know, we talk about generational wealth. So we want to pass our skills and our knowledge, you know, our income, our money 
to our children. However, we want to do it in a way where it'll be responsible, where we have the skills and the effective tools to be able to lead our children so they can use the skills that we have, even if we're just acquiring them, and they can use those in their future instead of saying, hey, you know, like really being able to assist them and help them. So I think just your, you know, your children being able to see that you're doing a side job or see that you are working towards a goal. Do you know what I mean? And it's actually yes. you as an entrepreneur. I think that's very powerful. So that's amazing. It is. Bob. I agree with you. Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. So I do. I do want to tell you that I do appreciate you being here um, for this series. I would in the future like to bring you back to speak with you more um, about, you know, generational wealth in general as an entrepreneur, because especially as your business is expanding, as things are changing with COVID and everything, I would like to, you know, to continue on the journey to show different perspectives. And I would like you to tell us, if possible, your name of your, your actual business and where people can find you. Absolutely. So um, the name of my business is A Man and a Truck to Your Rescue. And you can uh, find me by just simply typing that in your Google search bar and I'll pop right up and you can uh, check out pictures and reviews. And anytime that you uh, would uh, like to have me come back, I would be honored. I would uh, very uh, appreciate that. Okay, everyone. And I appreciate you coming. I do. Um, I hope that we will be able to speak soon and allow our listeners to really, you know, grasp something from this. And I think the big thing that I really like to take from conversations that I have with people on, you know, what I call the journey that we're going on is we all, you know, we had somebody talk about Forex. We had somebody, you know, come on with a credit business and, you know, now we have your business. And I think that not, there's not going to be a one size fits all. And I think that what I'm also trying to show is there's a lot of versatility in different things that we acquire every day. There's a lot of versatility in, you know, ideas and entrepreneurship in general. So I do want to thank you for being here with us and for going on the journey and for, you know, agreeing to go on the journey of being a seeker of generational wealth. We will talk soon. Absolutely. Yes. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. That is our fourth episode. That concludes it. We will see you next week here for our journey towards being a seeker of generational wealth. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. The Seeker of Generational Wealth podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.